it be? It must be Monday. I'm Mike. Hi, and I'm Mary. Welcome uh, to Mondays with Mike and Mary. I think that's why we call it that. Yeah. This is our chance to think back over last week's coaching calls and select for you our favorite highlights. These are the things we think will help you the most. Earn more money, have more fun, more peace in your life, less stress in your business. And an opportunity to give to someone else because we're hoping that you'll share these with other people that might need to hear a Wickman message or haven't been exposed to the Floyd Wickman philosophies. Michael, I think it's your turn to go first this week. We do parade of techniques first and then <clears throat> ask the experts second. So I'm going to start with a parade of techniques that was actually a report from an article that was published in Riz Media this past week. All right. About the fastest growing segment of the real estate market today. I can't wait to find out what you're going to say. For sale by owner. Oh! And here's what the article said. That 8% of the transactions today are by owner. 92% are by realtor. And the 8% that are by owner, half of them are non-arm's length sales to family members or friends. So what that means is fully half of them had a buyer already before they put their house on the market, somebody they knew they were going to sell it to. But the interesting fact was all of that 8%, 100% of the 8% undersold their house. Seriously? Yeah. Ooh. Which I love. So we should check that out, that source. If you all want to print that or bring that with you, that might be a great tool to have with you on a for sale by owner listing appointment. Riz Media. I like it. I've got a statistic, too. I've got a statistic, too. Can't wait. All right. Well, this one came from a student who was participating in session one of your new online program. Oh. And she came to the call totally jazzed because what she heard on the online program is that Floyd Wickman said it takes 32 hours on average for an agent to get a sale consummated, working with a buyer, and it takes eight to work with a seller. And consummate the sale. And it just for whatever reason, I'm sure she's heard similar things before, but it just fired her up to go build listing inventory, which is perfect this time of year because when should we be building inventory? Right now determines how we're doing in two months, in three months, how we begin next year. So I hope you get jazzed and decide to go get build, go get building inventory as well. Yeah, in February, we don't want to be sitting there thinking, gee, I wish I had more listings. Well, in February, we should probably build inventory, too. I don't know if there's ever a bad time, yep. but right now is the best time because we always know, you know, to take action now is how we control our destiny. Well, can you get them all, though? Of course not. Yeah, I, I love those words from Floyd. You can't get them all, so stop trying. Even if you got them all, you wouldn't want them all. You and could, where would you put them yeah, if you had them all? You couldn't help them all. <laughs> but that was my Ask the Experts for this week was somebody who's lost a couple of listings. Oh. Overpricing. Mm. The other broker said. Oh, boy. You know, they'd gotten other price opinions that were higher. And as a result, she lost the listings. So asked for advice from her team. And I loved a couple of the things that were said were really wonderful. One was... 
You know, when you go to a, a, a dentist or a doctor, they make you fill out an intake form. Yeah. Add that to your pre-listing package. And on the intake form, ask for where they're thinking about price. What kind of range do you think the house is going to sell in? Okay. And if they don't fill it out, then call them in advance and say, uh, I'm missing this one piece of information. So I, I really like that. Um, and then I also liked, based on the comps that you see, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, what do you think the appraiser is going to say it should sell for? Well, this is a student that is showing comparables, which we yeah. recommend you don't do unless you have to. But if you were showing comparables, then what's the question? What do you think the appraisal will be? Ah. And that can wisen up the seller. But take it a step further. Okay, let's say the appraisal showing under 200 The prospects want 225 Okay. Or even more. And the comps you're showing them are under 200 Right. So what do you think the appraisal will be? Oh, my house is better. I, I know. I don't know. You're trying to get the seller to say under 200 Yeah. But what if they don't? Then you say, well, let's pretend I'm wrong. What's the worst that'll happen if we price it at 199 You tell me. You'll get a bidding war. Ah, if we underprice it. Exactly. Which yeah. isn't really underpricing it. It's just that the seller thinks it's underpricing it. If I'm wrong and we underprice it, the worst that'll happen is you'll get offers. Okay. You'll get bids. We might even get an auction and get even more than you want. But, you know, what's the only disadvantage of underpricing a home? Feeling an urgent need to take an offer that's lower than yeah. what you want. Jumping at the first one. <clears throat> Being right. too eager. For sure. So that's the only disadvantage to pricing aggressively. But what I said was this. You shouldn't lose listings overpriced in this market. If the sellers want to overprice their house based on comps, well, you know the three price technique. Well, yeah. Let's say we can fool all the, the buyers and fool all the, the co-brokes and fool all the appraisers. Get, take the listing at their price, but always ask this question. What's your, um, what's your breaking point? How much, how much time are you willing to let go by with no showings before we reduce the price? And now if they say a year, I'd run away from that one. Mm. <laughs> you know, what is, what is your tolerance for putting your house on the market and getting nobody to look at it. Because what's the only logical answer? If you're not getting showings, what's the problem? It's not our marketing because our marketing yeah. is proven. It has to be the price. Right. Now, if you get a whole bunch of showings and no offers, it's probably still the price. It might be conditioned, but it's more than likely the price. So you got to get them to set a time limit. What's the maximum length of time you two are willing to let go by without getting showings before we adjust the price. And get that in writing. That's what Floyd calls the post-dated price reduction. And you won't lose any listings over price. What was your ask the experts? Well, I have a rebuttal. A rebuttal? Well, kind of. Is that okay? Well, hush my mouth. I can't <laughs> believe it. I know. It's pretty hard to believe. 
I would say attend session four or listen to the audio from session four and master the three-part pricing presentation because frankly if you're good at that you just really don't need any other techniques about pricing because the close on the price and time pyramid is so when do you want your money and if you don't like their answer that's when you run so I would say <clears throat> build skill that's what you should do. Okay, is it my turn really now? It is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. <laughs> okay, I had a question, um, an Ask the Experts question, about how to maintain positive energy in a negative environment. How to keep that protective bubble around yourself so that no matter what's going around in the environment you find yourself in, you are positive. And I heard just some beautiful, beautiful answers. I heard train the brain. You know, that's an assignment our R squared students get every single week. Although, let's be honest, I'm not sure 100% of them are always perfect at train the brain every day. But we really believe you should train the brain every day. Say affirmations every day. Listen to an audio of Think and Grow Rich. Uh, here was a suggestion. Keep all the thank you notes that anybody ever writes you. Oh, yeah. And when you're feeling bummed out, Go get the box, the bowl, the pile of them, and start reading. Look in this file just in case. Yeah, you could even label <laughs> it like that, right? Exactly. Tell yourself, there's nothing you can do about this. I can't do anything about it. So stop worrying about things you can't do anything about. Um, it's the four-letter word to say whenever there's negative people around you. Next. I love that. Uh, let yourself feel the emotion of the visualization. Feel the joy. When you're doing your daily visualizing, be grateful. Um, set LFTs and set short-term small LFTs. In case you don't remember what that means, it means look forward to's, LFTs. Um, go back to the basics. What are your basic, most basic basics? Your family, the people you love, your friends, doing things that are fun. Surround yourself with positive people. I just love that. I just thought that was huge because we do find ourselves sometimes in a situation where we've got to pull ourselves away and shore ourselves up to be able to do the work. Yeah. Don't ever voluntarily spend time with negative people. Why would you do that? Well, because you love them. Because they're your mother or your grandmother or your aunt or your sick friend or your divorcing neighbor. That's what they make the phone for. Oh, I know. Yeah, do what I do. Shield yourself from them. Surround yourself with fabulous people like you. <laughs> I surround myself with fabulous people like you. Amazing And you people. all. Yeah. Hey, when you share this podcast on Facebook, you get entered into a drawing to go to dinner with Floyd by limo with champagne on the way. So make sure you copy us, let us know that you're doing it, and we'd love to send you and Floyd to dinner. Coming the up. The driver's not taking having any champagne. I don't he? think okay, so, good. I don't know. All right, see you next Monday. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.